NASCAR fans, it's time to start your engines. Welcome to Pit Pass Indy, a production of Evergreen Podcast. I'm your host, Bruce Martin, a journalist who regularly covers the NTT IndyCar series. Our goal at Pit Pass Indy is to give racing fans an insider's view of the exciting world of the NTT IndyCar series in a fast-paced podcast featuring interviews with the biggest names in the sport. I bring nearly 40 years of experience covering IndyCar and NASCAR, working for such media brands as NBCSports.com, SI.com, ESPN Sports Ticker, Sports Illustrated, Auto Week, and Speed Sport. So let's drop the green flag on this episode of Pit Pass Indy. Welcome to this special Borg Warner Trophy edition of Pit Pass Indy as we honor 106th Indianapolis 500 winning driver Marcus Erickson of Chip Ganassi Racing. Erickson's face was unveiled on the Borg Warner Trophy at a special ceremony at Union 50 in Indianapolis on October 27th for his thrilling victory in the May 29th race at the Indianapolis Motor Speedway. Before we get to that, however, we have some big news involving Aero McLaren SP, sponsor NTT Data, and 2013 Indianapolis 500 winning driver and 2004 IndyCar Series champion Tony Kanaan. On Tuesday, November 1st, Aero McLaren SP announced that NTT Data has signed a multi-year agreement to join the rapidly growing IndyCar team. The company will sponsor Felix Rosenquist in 10 races in 2023 and will be the primary sponsor of a fourth Indy 500 entry with Tony Kanaan behind the wheel of a Chevrolet. Previously, NTT Data was a longtime sponsor with Chip Ganassi Racing, most recently with 2021 NTT IndyCar Series champion Alex Pillow of Spain. Kanan finished third in last year's Indianapolis 500 in the number one American Legion Honda for Chip Ganassi Racing. He was the meat of an Aero McLaren SP sandwich with the team's Pato Award finishing second and Rosenquist finishing fourth. Ironically, Alexander Rossi finished fifth for Andretti Autosport. He joins Aero McLaren SP in 2023, so that gives the team four of the top five drivers in last year's Indy 500 from positions two through five. It's a full-out assault by team owner Zach Brown, along with partners Sam Schmidt and Rick Peterson, to get a victory in the 107th Indianapolis 500 on May 28, 2023. Before we look forward, however, let's take another quick look at this year's Indy 500 as Erickson became the 109th face added to the famed Borg Warner Trophy. Here is my Pit Pass Indy exclusive interview with Erickson after his face was unveiled on the most iconic trophy in sports. Joining us now on Pit Pass Indy is the winner of the 106th Indianapolis 500. It's Marcus Erickson. Marcus, we saw you last month with your clay head at William Barron's studio in Tryon, North Carolina. Now we're standing next to the Borg Warner Trophy, and right there's your face. What do you think? I'm impressed. You know, it was it was cool to be up there in North Carolina and see Will and, and sort of see how how the process works and get to know him a little bit. But obviously, seeing the end product and seeing my face on it is. It's, uh, it's very special and it's, you know, it doesn't get much more real than that, for sure. 
You're also, I believe, the first person on a new row of winners. Yeah. To have that all to yourself, that's got to be quite an honor, especially when you see the names that are above you. Yeah, it's a pretty good company to be in. There's no doubt about that. But like I said, first one on the on the new row there, it's uh, it's pretty cool. So I need to def defend the, the title next year so I can keep myself on that lower row. <laughs> What's a bigger moment when you actually see it on the trophy in Sterling Sober? I know you were taken back a little bit by the clay head, how lifelike it looked, but when you see the Sterling Sober image, what goes through your mind? Yeah, it's just, you know, this race has so much history and so much traditions to it. And to see, you know, see your face there among all the other legends that's on this trophy, uh, it just makes it real in some ways you know and uh, i'm still thinking it's surreal that my face should be on that but uh, you know i'm getting used to the thought of it and yeah it's uh, it's very very special you came from the world of formula one having driven in 97 formula one contest before you came to indycar formula one world championship is obviously a very prestigious honor but is there any trophy that comes close to the Borg Warner Trophy at the Indianapolis 500 that represents the full history of the event? No, for sure not. For me, this is the biggest, it's the biggest single race in the world. It's the biggest, you know, most prestigious trophy in the world. And uh, yeah, for me, there's no doubt about that. So I'm, uh, like I said, I'm so proud to be on it and so proud to be a winner. When uh, you see yourself in the Sterling Silver, it's a, much smaller than the life-size clay head that you saw in North Carolina. Are you amazed at the detail that's on something that's really about the size of an egg? Yeah, it's pretty impressive, to be honest. Like I said, you see the full-size sort of clay head in, in, in North Carolina there in Will's studio. And, and then to see it here on, you know in the miniature uh, size, it's, it's pretty impressive to see all the details, you know, it's, uh, it, it really is a piece of art, so it's, uh, it's very, very cool. When you reflect back on that day, you posed in victory lane with this behind you, of course the face doesn't go on until maybe six months later, but just what went through your mind when you realized, I'm going to be part of that history <laughs> now? Uh, it was so many emotions, so many thoughts, and, and it's, it's hard to describe. But, you know, that's the, one of the cool things with the 500 is all the traditions, all the comes along with winning the race. You know, having your face on the trophy is one of the very coolest and biggest things about it. But also, you know, all the other things you get to do. So it's, um, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a race and a win that just keeps on going after for a long, long time. And, you know, I will always be a 500 winner for the rest of my life. When you think of the trophy, do you recall the first time you ever saw it? Yeah, I think it was the late 90s. I remember watching uh, IndyCar back home with my dad as a kid. And we were watching Kenny Brack and uh, watch him win the 500 in the late 90s. So that's the first time I heard about Indy 500 and, and the Borg Warner Trophy. Well, what about the first time you actually saw it? And uh, what did you yeah, think? Yeah, that, that must have been 2019 when I came here for the first time. I, I'd never went to the 500 before I contested my first 500 in uh, 2019. So that was the first time. Uh, I was very uh, careful with not touching the trophy because I thought, you know, I can't touch it before I win, win the race. So I'm glad I can be allowed to touch it now. <laughs> now you're a legend on the trophy. There's so many legends of the Indianapolis 500 you know that your face is gonna be on there long after your driving career is over and maybe long after you're around. So to, to realize that, I mean, you look at all these other faces that, you know, Ray Haroon in 1911, all these guys who set the stage for you to 
to win your race. What goes through your mind? Yeah, it's just so special, you know, and, and like I said, you know, to be part of this group of drivers that's on this trophy is, um, it is so much history and uh, it's so unique. So I'm, yeah, I'm extremely proud of it. And yeah, it's going to be there forever, which is so cool. You were able to celebrate this victory with your crew. How special was that? No, it, it, it means everything. You know, this race is such a team effort. It's all, all the preparation that goes on for months and months and months. The whole month of May, the way you have to work through month of May, the way you need to set up the car, the way you need to do the pit stops, the strategy in the race. It's such a team effort. So I wouldn't be here without my team. And to see them here today, celebrating today with them as well, it's, it just means a lot. Now, you're not done with the trophy. I believe that you and the trophy are going to go to Sweden next. That is true. Yeah, we're bringing the trophy to Sweden. Uh, going to spend some time there, a couple of days up in Stockholm, and then bringing it actually to my hometown of Kumla, which will be super special to share with you know my family and friends and also all my fans back home. So can't wait to do that. And to be able to show it off in your home country, obviously the first time the Borgwarner Trophy's ever been to Sweden, how important is that to you as a native of that country? Yeah, it, it means everything, you know, to, to bring this legendary trophy to Sweden. It's, it's already, you know, people talking about it already and it's, people are excited about it. So it's going to be, it's, you know, I'm going to be so proud to bring this and, and show it for, for my home country. And then, you know, it's going to be a great, great week and, and a memory that will be with me forever for sure. Other than the trips to Stockholm and some of the other places, where uh, else are you going to get to spend when you go back to Sweden? And who are you going to get to see? Yeah, so so for this uh, this week, you know, we're going to be in Stockholm and Kumla, but then I'm going to be bouncing a bit back and forth between uh, Sweden and Denmark, where my girlfriend Iris lives, and also America here until the next season starts. You've gotten to know the people at Borg Warner who've put so much uh, of their investment into this trophy and also the series. What have you learned about Borg Warner, the company, and some of the people that are really a key part of the Indianapolis 500? First of all, I didn't know how big Borg Warner was as a company. You know, they are huge, and and you know that I had no idea about that. But also, you know, how much, like you say, how much they put into this, and how much proud, how proud they are of, of this trophy as they should be, and how much they put into this to the race and the series. It means a lot to have a partner like that, and to get to know the people there. Some of the people in the company, it's been it's been great. So I'm I'm really really happy about that. Of course, your girlfriend was at the sculptors when you were there with William Barons when he was sculpting the clay head. She's not able to be here today, but what do you think her reaction is going to be when she sees your face on that trophy? Yeah, I mean, I'm, I think she's going to be pretty impressed. You know, she was pretty impressed with the, with the sculpture up in, the, in North Carolina. So, uh, yeah, I'm going to send her a picture here and see what she thinks. But I'm, I'm sure she will be pretty impressed with it. Yeah, I hope so. <laughs> How impressed are you by it? I think it's super cool. I like they got the details of my hair very well on it. So uh, yeah, I'm I'm very impressed. I'm I'm happy with it. Let's put it that way. Now the uh, Indianapolis 500 hasn't been won by a back-to-back -back winner since Elio Castroneves in 2001 and 2002. You could do that in 2023. How big of a goal is that for you? Probably more so to win the Indy 500 again than necessarily do it back-to-back -back years. Yeah, it's uh, you know, like you say, it's about time that we have a back-to-back -back winner, and I think we're gonna have a we're gonna have a good shot because I'm I'm very confident in my team. You know, we're gonna have great cars there. There's no doubt about that. But then, as we all know, it's such a 
difficult race to win, so it's going to be a lot of things happening, but we're definitely going to defend, or go out to try and defend the title. There's no doubt about that. And going into next year, as we stand here at the end of October, it's going to be Scott Dixon in the nine. It's going to be you in the eight. It's going to be Alex Plow back in the 10. We don't know yet what will happen with the fourth entry that was driven this past year by Jimmy Johnson. There's a possibility of a fifth car in the Indianapolis 500. But going back into the 2023 season with those two guys that you know for your are going to be your teammates, what's your attitude and outlook? I'm sure you're another huge goal for yours is win a championship. Yeah, definitely. You know, we know we're going to have a strong team, strong driver lineup. So that feels great. And I know, you know, Alex and Scott very well now. So that feels really good to have them both back next year and be able to continue to work together. And I think for me personally, I was close to, to winning the championship this year, was leading it for a long time and dropped off a bit in the end. And that's still something I'm disappointed about. So big goals for next year, uh, try and win that first championship and defend the title of the 500. It's high goals for sure, but you need to dream, dream big to, to re achieve something. I believe that you won't be able to get a chance to meet the King of Sweden, but have you communicated with him? I have, yeah. I met him a couple of weeks ago, actually, and he was congratulating me personally and, and you know, talking quite a bit about the race. So unfortunately, he will not be able to, to come and attend when we bring the trophy, but he, he sends his regards and he's a Huge racing fan and IndyCar fan. And the season of giving for the Indianapolis 500 victory isn't over because early next year, both you and Chip Ganassi will receive your baby Borg trophies. Unlike this Borg Warner trophy, you actually get to keep that one. Yeah, that's going to be so cool. And, and it's going to have a special place for sure at, uh, at my home. So I, yeah, I can't wait for that. That's going to be very, very, very cool. Well, Marcus Erickson, you uh, had a great heroic effort winning the Indianapolis 500 on May 29th. Now you're seeing the rewards for that effort. Congratulations on winning the 106 Indianapolis 500, on having your face unveiled on one of the world's most iconic trophies. And thank you for joining us today on Pit Pass Indy. Thank you. We'll be right back to Pit Pass Indy after this short break. In the world of racing, Penske means performance and winning. For good reason. Since 1966, Team Penske has won 44 national championships, 17 in IndyCar alone. And last year, Team Penske claimed its Indianapolis 500 record-extending 19th Indy 500 win with Joseph Newgarden, the latest driver, to win the famed race. Team Penske also won its second straight NASCAR Cup Series championship. In 2022, Penske was the first team in history to win both the IndyCar and the NASCAR Cup Series championships in the same season. Team Penske enters the 2024 NTT IndyCar Series season with 236 IndyCar wins, including 34 500-mile race victories. Those are results that are tough to top. But Penske's legendary reputation for quality and attention to detail makes a statement off the track, too. When you need a truck, whether for your business or for a household move, Penske Truck Rental has some of the cleanest, newest, and best-maintained vehicles on the road. And we make it easy with personalized support from our associates, flexible reservations, and access to the top technology. With quick pickup and drop-off at more than 2,500 locations across North America, our scale and know-how will keep you covered 
all helping to ensure you get the right, reliable, fuel-efficient vehicle when and where you need it. On the highways, the raceways, and every pit stop in between, Penske keeps you moving forward. Gain ground with Penske. Get a quote today at PenskeTruckRental.com or for household rentals, download the Penske Truck Rental mobile app today. Welcome back to Pit Pass Indy. Our next guest is Michelle Collins, Borg Warner, Director of Global Marketing and Communications. She talks about the significance of adding Marcus Erickson's face to the Borg Warner Trophy and the big plans for taking the trophy on the road this week as it will accompany Erickson to Sweden. Here is my exclusive interview with Michelle Collins for Pit Pass Indy. Joining us now on Pit Pass Indy is Borg Warner Global Director of Marketing and Public Relations, Michelle Collins. Michelle, it's another big day. We're at Union 50 in Indianapolis where we just unveiled Marcus Erickson's face on the Borg Warner Trophy. Obviously a big moment for your company anytime this event happens. Yes, and this has been an unusual year because we've done two face unveils this year. Um, you know, kind of coming out of COVID last year and different restrictions, we were a little delayed with Elio's uh, likeness on the trophy. So did that earlier this year and now just to turn around and, and do Marcus's later. So uh, a little bit different than usual, but nonetheless exciting. And also, the Borg Warner Trophy is going to go on the road. If you could tell our listeners a little bit well, what you have in store for the Borg Warner Trophy and for Marcus Erickson. Yes. So, without revealing too much information, we have uh, another road trip planned for the trophy coming up here soon. Um, we'll be taking it to Marcus's home country of Sweden, um, working with some of his uh, sponsors there, particularly Husky Chocolate, um, and have some really fun activities planned um, between his hometown and with Husky. They've been doing a great job. The Borg Warner Trophy has been around since the 1936 Indianapolis 500. It was actually commissioned in 1935. But it didn't really have a history of being a traveling trophy until 2017 after Takuma Sato won it and it was taken over to Japan. Now it's getting to be a bit of a frequent flyer. How did all of this happen with the Borg Warner Trophy and bring, taking it to other parts of the world? Yeah, so a few years ago, I would say when we, we took it first to uh, Japan, just like you mentioned for a road trip with uh, Takuma Sato, I think we were open more to the possibility of, of getting some exposure in the hometowns and home countries of the drivers. Um, you know, and that was really, that was really a first. We were kind of seeing how it went, how easy or, or difficult it would be to um, get it across the, the pond to whatever location we were going for. Um, and the response has just been phenomenal. I mean, obviously with uh, uh, the trophy trip to Japan, that was incredible ton of exposure for Takuma, a proud moment for him to be able to take it back to where he came from. Then we were able to do it again in 2019 with Simon uh, in a media tour in France. And just to see how much joy it brings the driver and pride, um, not only for themselves, but also for their home country um, is something that really we're, we're open to doing. Um, and obviously these last few years with some of the COVID restrictions, we haven't been able to make that happen. Um, but when Marcus 
and his camp kind of brought it up and, and asked if that was a possibility. We were willing to work with them and, and make it happen. But also it highlights the fact that Borg Warner is an international company. And this has to be a great marketing tool when you take it to another company. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, one, because you get the exposure for IndyCar 2, which we know is is predominantly U.S.-based, but really to kind of increase and enhance their market in different areas and bring, bring more awareness to that. And then also, um, you know, most of the countries where we've gone to, well, all of the countries we've gone to so far, we have a Borg Mourner facility there. So we're able to really add on to the media tour perspective of it, the hometown tour and, and uh, you know, sponsor tour and bring it to our facilities, which has been really, really cool for the employees there. They um, typically would never have the opportunity to see this otherwise. And so it's just, it's just been great. On race day at the Indianapolis 500, you entertain a lot of your employees. How many employees do you bring to the race? Oh, gosh. I would say we probably have in the range of 200 or more uh, employees and, and also guests that they bring um, just to experience the weekend and, and everything that it has to offer. And are a lot of these from the Asheville plant that actually builds the turbochargers? I know that a couple of times there's bus trips that go from, from the Borg Warner headquarters all the way to Indianapolis to take the employees to the race. Yeah, sometimes there are. Um, within the U.S., we have a lot of different uh, locations in different states like Michigan, as you said, uh, uh, North and South Carolina, um, and so this does give them an opportunity to partake in, in some of those activities over the weekend. So they're, they're coming from all over. We, we've actually even had employees coming from Japan. And another thing that our listeners might find interesting is Marcus's face was just added to the trophy two days before it was unveiled. Yes. Uh, William Barron's attached it to the trophy base. He's actually the first driver on the bottom row of the base of the trophy which uh, starts a whole new row mm -hmm. once that gets filled up. And then I guess there's got to be another base added to the trophy. But the fact is that the trophy, that base was in Tryon, North Carolina, just two days before it was unveiled. And then Steve Shunk drove that from North Carolina back to Indianapolis on Tuesday morning to get ready for the unveiling today. So really that face has only been on there about 48 hours before it was unveiled. Yes, this is always kind of a race against time every year, just with the driver's schedule, the regu regularly scheduled season, and then their commitments off season. Trying to find a mutual date that works for all parties is, is really challenging. So Honestly, as soon as the race is over uh, in May, we're starting the next year of planning. So uh, based on what Will Barron's has in the pipeline, we're not his only customer um, that he's got commissions for. And so it's kind of like a puzzle that we're trying to put together every year to get all of the pieces together before we start over again the following May. And of course, uh, Will, Will Barron's being the sculptor, is the man who is part of every step of the process except the actual trophy unveiling. So in some ways, you know, he's gone, but certainly not forgotten. Of course, of course. And he is always invited, um, always welcome to come to these. And sometimes just with scheduling, it, it doesn't work out. Do you marvel every year, though, each time you see the new face added as to just how great a job he did? Yes, 
I, I, just, I literally just said that to somebody uh, a short time ago. It never ceases to amaze me. And it's always exciting uh, when it's a, a brand new driver that's never won before. That just has kind of a, a whole special meaning in, in and of itself. Um, not that it's not a familiar face, but it's just something different. Um, and so I think we all enjoy that. I know Will does too. Um, but yeah, it never ceases to amaze me. And in fact, this one just in particular seemed extra special uh, when I saw the small version of it. When you see the reaction of the driver when he sees it on the trophy after the wraps are taken off and he sees it for the first time, is it almost like seeing your child on Christmas morning when he opens a gift yes. that you got him and you said, I hope he likes it? Yes. And I can usually tell if they like it because they just really don't know what to say. And I think Marcus said exactly that. They're still kind of processing it, taking it all in and realizing, hey, I, I've got this spot now on something that will live for all eternity. It's pretty special. Well, that's the uh, other thing that's amazing about this trophy is the fact that, you know, I told Marcus earlier, your face will be on that trophy not only long after your driving career is over, but long after you're gone. Mm -hmm. And, you know, look up there and see Ray Haroon, first winner in 1911 and every other winner since then. You know, that's really something that has got to almost be like a moment where you step back and it's so surreal to realize that that's going to happen. Yeah. There's not many things in our world like this anymore that have uh, had this rich history that's uh, been preserved over the years. That really is almost like a history book when you look at it. There, there's not, there's nothing like it. And of course, a lot of this can't be done without the support of Borg Warner, especially yourself and CEO Frederick Lasalde. And I know he's a big supporter of the trophy and the program. And just usually what's his reaction every time he sees that trophy? He takes a, a sense of pride in it as well. Um, as we've always said, just really a, kind of a nod to the past and, and, a, and a look forward too. So that's something very special to him. And I know he's already excited and has the date uh, saved on his calendar for the race next year. And Borg Warner's season of giving is not over because <laughs> sometime next year, there'll be the baby Borg trophies that you're going to give to Marcus Erickson and team owner Chip Ganassi. And that's got to be another big moment for the company to be able to give them a Borg Warner trophy that they get to keep. Yes. Yes. So sometime in between now and next May, that'll happen. Um, we're actually working out the logistics of it right now and trying to find a time that works for, for all parties. But I think it's, of course, going to be a, a great event, no doubt. But coming up soon... You and the trophy are going to join Marcus on a trip over to Sweden. How's your Swedish? Not good at all. <laughs> They've tried to teach me one one word, uh, which now I've already forgotten, but it, it was the word for party. And uh, yeah, you can see I, I haven't been doing a good job on it. <laughs> well, but at least you'll have the world's fastest interpreter with you and Marcus Erickson, the winner of the 106 Indianapolis 500. So that's going to be a big help. Yes, hopefully he can help me out just with at least a few simple phrases. Well, Michelle Collins, Borg Warner, Global Director, Sales and Marketing. Thank you for joining us today on Pit Pass Indy and congratulations on another successful unveiling of the winner's face on the Borg Warner Trophy. Thank you. 
And that puts a checkered flag on this edition of Pit Pass Indy. We want to thank our guest, 106 Indianapolis 500 winner Marcus Erickson and Borg Warner Global Director Marketing and Communications, Michelle Collins, for joining us on today's podcast. Along with loyal listeners like you, our guests help make Pit Pass Indy your path to victory lane for all things IndyCar. For more IndyCar coverage, follow me at Twitter at Bruce Martin, one word, uppercase B, uppercase M, underscore 500. This has been a production of Evergreen Podcast. A special thanks to our production team. Executive producers are Bridget Coyne and Gerardo Orlando. Recordings and edits were done by me, Bruce Martin, and final mixing was done by Dave Douglas. Learn more at evergreenpodcast.com. Until next time, be sure to keep it out of the wall.